Welcome to the Rocket Brief, where we take about 10 minutes and tell you what we've been covering on Redstone Arsenal. I'm Jonathan Stinson for the Redstone Rocket. This is the December 6th edition. Christmas came early for Army Emergency Relief and the military families it serves. AER received a $23,000 check Thursday from organizers of an annual fundraiser golf tournament. This represented proceeds from the DEVCOM Aviation and Missile Center Golf Scramble held September 21st at Colonial Golf Course in Meridianville. We did 20000 last year. We got 23000 this year, so that's pretty good. Laura Bequette, the tournament's co-coordinator, said. Aviation and Missile Command leaders participated in the Army Aviation Associations of America's annual Cribbins Readiness Conference held November 13th through the 15th in Huntsville. AMCOM Commander Major General Tom O'Connor was the event's keynote speaker November 14th. He told the audience, composed of Army aviators and industry leaders, that the U.S. is in a challenging global security environment, specifically identifying artificial intelligence, supply chain delinquency, regional threats, and rising global powers as his primary concerns. O'Connor said readiness is his biggest concern regarding these challenges noting the impact of supply availability and procurement and the decline in readiness rates throughout the past five years. From talking about continuing the legacy of Marshall Space Flight Center and space exploration to describing their roles in an upcoming historic mission, Artemis II astronauts enjoyed visiting the center's team members on November 27th. The crew will be the first to ride aboard NASA's Space Launch System rocket in Orion spacecraft. They will launch atop the rocket to venture around the moon on Artemis II, the first crewed flight for Artemis. Their mission around the moon will verify capabilities for humans to explore deep space and pave the way for long-term exploration and science on the lunar surface. Marshall manages the SLS program. Soldiers and others who need some help providing a holiday meal for their families can turn to a program called Operation Helping Hand. What we do is collect names for families who could use assistance with providing a meal for their family during the holidays. Staff Sergeant Brenton Grierson, the Garrison Religious Affairs, NCOIC, in the Religious Support Office said, Privacy is very important within the OHH program, according to Grierson. Recipients' names are kept on a close hold. Army personnel, including enlisted soldiers, officers, and civilians, are authorized to receive help. Each commissary gift card is worth $50, which can assist with providing a Thanksgiving or Christmas meal for the family. Families should request assistance through their command chaplain or religious affairs specialist. NASA's Dragonfly mission has been authorized to proceed with work on final mission designs and fabrication, known as Phase C, during fiscal year 2024. The agency is postponing formal confirmation of the mission, including its total cost and schedule, until mid-2024, following the release of the FY 2025 President's Budget Request. Earlier this year, Dragonfly, a mission to send a rotorcraft to explore Saturn's moon Titan, passed all the success criteria of its preliminary design review. The holiday season is upon us, and so are the office parties, family gatherings, and football watch parties. For many, these events involve alcohol with dinner, at that social event, or at the game, which is a big reason December is National Drunk and Drug Driving Prevention Month. The goal is to raise awareness of the risk of drunk and drug driving when people are celebrating the season. Last week, Redstone's Army Substance Abuse and Awareness Team was at the one stop to do just that. There are three other outings scheduled. The displays and demonstrations will be at the exchange from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on Thursday, 
or at the commissary on December 14th, or at the Java Cafe on December 19th. John Salewski, a computer scientist for the Security Assistance Command, was named Employee of the Third Quarter for fiscal year 2023. Salewski served as the primary information technology team lead for all mission-funded systems and applications supporting the AMC Security Assistance Enterprise. In his role as a computer scientist, he performs information systems development, modification, and maintenance of advanced hardware and software in support of the agency's foreign military sales programs and processes. During the Redstone update last week, Johnny Sharp, the FBI's senior official on Redstone Arsenal, talked about the FBI's growth on post and called it the FBI's unofficial second headquarters. According to Sharp, over 1,900 FBI people are on the ground at Redstone Arsenal, and the organization is on track to have roughly 2,600 total personnel here by the end of next year. By 2028, they expect to have 5,000 FBI people at Redstone and an additional 3,800 law enforcement employees from across the country are expected to attend training at the FBI's new Innovation Center. Sharp added that currently 20 out of the 30 FBI headquarter divisions have a physical presence on Redstone Arsenal. Colonel Michael Horke, Deputy Chief of Staff, G-1 at the Space and Missile Defense Command, administered the oath of enlistment to Captain Andre Love Hosea, Executive Officer at SMDC Headquarters and Headquarters Company, during his promotion ceremony last Friday at Bicentennial Chapel. On Thursday, December 7th, the third annual Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day in Huntsville will remember those lost and the veterans who survived the surprise attack. This year's guest speaker is retired Rear Admiral Richard Landholt, President and CEO of Still Serving Veterans. The event takes place at the Lincoln Church of Christ at 1307 Meridian Street in Huntsville at 11 a.m. The director of the Army's newest cross-functional team, and the third to be based at Redstone Arsenal, was among the panelists at last week's Redstone Update who discussed their organization's work around the world. Colonel Shane Upton, the director of the Contested Logistics Cross-Functional Team, said, We have nine cross-functional teams at Army Futures Command, and three of those nine, a third of them, are stationed at Redstone Arsenal. Those teams are the Future Vertical Lift Cross-Functional Team, Assured Positioning, Navigation, and Timing Space Cross-Functional Team, and now the Contested Logistics Cross-Functional Team, which was stood up in April in partnership with Army Materiel Command. Upton added, We're about 50% filled out with personnel, but fully operational on our ability to work with our teammates and partners. He said his family has been in the community for about six months, but his first duty station in the Army 30 years ago was at Redstone. Between 28 and 30% of Army Future Command's personnel, which totals about 90,000 people globally, are in Huntsville, according to Upton. With thousands of employees across hundreds of departments and teams, there's no shortage of cool things happening at Marshall Space Flight Center. To help keep Marshall team members up to date, the center has started a series of monthly brown bag seminars aimed at highlighting its business units. Each month features a different unit. On November 7th, nearly 300 Marshall team members attended the first seminar, which focused on Marshall's moon-mars surface technologies and systems. Space Development Agency South at Redstone Arsenal represents the second largest presence of the agency, which is part of the U.S. Space Force, according to its site director, William Hare II. Hare spoke during the Redstone update on November 29th and said, We are recognized as the constructive disruptor for space acquisition in the Department of Defense. 
We have a mission to quickly deliver needed space-based capabilities to the Joint Warfighter to support terrestrial missions through development, fielding, and operation of the proliferated warfighter space architecture. According to the agency, the space architecture is a threat-driven constellation of small satellites that deliver critical services to warfighters from space. That does it for this week's Rocket Brief. Our last two editions of the year will follow on December 13th and December 20th. After that, we'll see you next year on January 10th. Be sure to pick up a paper today or visit us online at www.theredstonerocket.com. 